Welcome to the Happiness Experience Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and welcome to today's show. Today's title is Creativity Part 1, Our Godlike Birthright. Hello, everyone. Creativity. Well, that's an area that Kira and I love, and we think that we live there a lot. Well, of course, otherwise, we wouldn't be doing these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think we are creative, and so are many other people, although perhaps they don't think so. Well, creativity is a manifestation. It's really our way of putting our own individual vibration out into the world. This is a joyful experience, and if you maintain it as a joyful experience, you will always do it. You will do it every day and many times a day. Yep, we're all creative by nature. Just watch children. They seem to be doing this, you know, with such natural affinity. They really do take great joy in creating in almost every moment, and we call it play. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a clue right there. When stuff that you're doing is not play, when it is work, then you're losing the creative side or the enthusiasm side. So let's look at that word. It's from the Greek, meaning God-infused. And that's really what creativity is all about. It's God-infused. That's right. When we're doing it, we're tuned into our highest energy source. We're kind of lost in bliss. Well, how things get created. Well, it happens through our relationship with life, with the high vibration that exists within us. You dream your dreams, and then you align with them. The more joy that you feel internally from the initial dream all the way through the follow-through, the more successful that you'll actually become. This is what Joseph Campbell meant when he said, follow your bliss. Exactly. Follow your bliss. So, in joy, we really do see what we want as kind of being effortless, and it's being effortlessly accomplished. It doesn't matter what it is that we set about creating. If we are in our bliss when we're doing it, it happens much more easily. Well, first you hold the thought in your consciousness of what it is that you would want to create or want to have. And you begin to feel the joy of having already accomplished it. Well, this could be a marriage. It could be a new job. It could be starting your own business. It could be growing a garden for a summer. It could be a new recipe that you want to try. It could be trying a painting. Or it could be writing a piece of music. Whatever it is, match your anticipation with the joy of actually owning it, of actually having accomplished it, and then put your love into it. And of course, don't forget to do the steps that are going to help you accomplish it. If you do all of these things and just sit back and wait for God to do it all, it's probably not going to work that well. (laughs) (laughs) I think what a lot of people fail to realize is that this high power that is within each of us, this is our godlike birthright. And it really is how God works in this world. It works through us. So you can begin to take action with an as-if attitude, acting as if your desire is already unfolding. 
you maintain this inspired belief that your dream's already happening. Then you set about to make it happen. But because you believe that it's possible, because you believe that it has already happened, you will overcome practically all the obstacles that may get put into your path. But you still have to do something to help make it a reality. And what begins to happen is that you get assistance. Why? Because your belief is there, your attention is there, your clarity is there. So you begin to see that it is coming to you, and you will see all the opportunities as they begin to unfold before you. Now we need to take just a moment to thank a sponsor. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the best qualities that creativity will require from your beingness. So we'll be back in a sec. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we're back. Oh, this is my favorite part. <laughs> now we're talking about godlike birthright. What are the things that are godlike that live within each of us? Well, I have as the first one desire. All of us have something that we desire. This is an ongoing thing. There's always something. We move from one desire to another desire to another one. And that's really what makes life kind of delicious to live because. We are always in anticipation of something we want. Without desire, your life does become quite gray and listless. So desire is that jumpstart key to really get you engaged. Now, another tool is dreaming. So once you have the desire, you have to begin dreaming. Well, dreaming is sort of like an ethereal imagining. So we can imagine all kinds of things. We can imagine a great meal. We can imagine having an ice cream cone. We can imagine so many different things. But the difference between imagining and a dream is that the dream is actually an active development connecting your desire to the object. So imagining Disney World, the dream becomes actually going there and actually wanting to visit and partaking in all the rides and all the fun and excitement and the cotton candy mm -hmm. and all other things that have to do with that. Right. That dream sort of enacts the as-if principle because you are seeing it already accomplished when you're dreaming about it. Now, loving and knowing and allowing, these are three qualities that kind of go hand in hand. Certainly without loving, you don't connect to the source. That is the definition of the source is love. So That high vibration, right. Without that loving component, you're not going to create your best work. Now, knowing is the ability to possess the end result. So I know this is going to exist, and I know I can do this, and I know this is possible for me to accomplish. And allowing is the ability to connect to the source and let help come your way. 
The help will come in all kinds of different ways, oftentimes through other people. But you have to accept it. So you have to be allowing of all the inner help and outer help that the universe will send your way. Right. And of course, three really powerful words that come to mind are birth, newness, and adventure. Oh boy, this, absolutely. This is how things are birthed into this world. We actually bring them about by our framework of consciousness that we're operating from. This is how new things come into the world. And this is how we experience the adventure of something new and something fresh. So it is through, as Bill mentioned before, that spiritual connection, that inspiration, that inspired belief. Well, the freedom for joy, happiness, and heaven is certainly our birthright. And as a human being and as a soul that has a human body, And as a soul that is infused with the God power, joy, happiness, and heaven are yours without having to ask permission for someone else. By your own internal programming, you can kind of limit your ability to share joy and have joy and experience joy and happiness and heaven on earth. But that doesn't mean they're not available to you. So part of our learning is to reprogram our subconscious minds so that we not only accept joy, happiness, and heaven here on earth, but we actually actively embrace it. Exactly. We wanted to give you a few examples of how this works. So we do have some manifestation stories that can be pretty amazing. These are things that we've experienced, some of them perhaps from the internet as well, but We'll just give you a couple of ideas of what we're talking about. Recently on YouTube, I saw a story. It was a story of a young man. He had worked very hard at his job. He worked so hard, in fact, that his health was being affected. And his adrenals were spent, and he was very sick and feeling quite run down. But he had this great faith in God. While in the car on a road trip with a friend of his, he mentioned as they were driving along that, He had this feeling that God wanted someone to give him some money because he needed time to get better before he could successfully hold down another job. Well, he and his friend stopped at a coffee house for a short break, and when they went back outside to get into the car to leave, his lady friend got in and she noticed that a couple of boys, and she guessed that they were about 16 years old, approached the man at the front of the car and they began talking to him. These teens looked and acted very respectful and nice, and they began asking the man questions about his life and how things were going for him. The man was a little surprised by their interest. He even wondered if maybe they were going to try and sell him something. They asked if the man was all right, and they wondered if he had enough money or gas. And the man answered that he thought he would have enough to get where he was going. After a few minutes of a friendly conversation, they asked him, Do you believe in God? He answered, Yes, and very much so. Immediately, their faces lit up in happiness, and one of the boys handed him a gift, saying, God has asked me to give this to you. He asked the man not to open it until he was back on the road, saying that he was afraid the man would want to kiss him if he opened it any sooner. The man had a good feeling about these boys, so he took their gift, and he did as they told him. Once he was back in the car, he explained to his traveling companion what had happened. 
and then once on the road, he finally opened the gift, which contained money. He counted $600. His needs were met just as he had imagined earlier in the day, and it had happened very quickly. He was very touched by the generosity and kindness of those boys who had understood and followed God's directive. That is so amazing. And it's even more amazing that the boys were in their mid-teens. Who would think that a teenager would do such a thing? And this is part of what I was talking about, accepting, being able to allow those kind of gifts to come. The other side of that equation is to be the one who is listening to the inner spirit and who is moved to do something nice for another human being, a stranger perhaps, even perhaps a family member. So this is also part of the creativity process. If you can listen when the suggestions are made from the inner source to do something for someone else, and you choose to go ahead and do it. Right. This is how miracles actually occur, because you have to be in a state of readiness. Obviously, this man was ready. He had said, I'm getting this nudge. I'm getting this feeling that God wants me to get some money from somebody. This was interesting. He was ready to accept it when it came to him. And the boys were ready to give it at the time that they gave it. So they were a perfect vibratory match, you can see. That's really cool. Now, I have a story. One night, we were watching television. It got to be kind of late, and Kira started falling asleep. And I kind of didn't want to get up, and an infomercial came on. For the next, like, 40 minutes, I watched this commercial about this automatic electric pressure cooker. Some of the things that I saw it do were absolutely amazing. Earlier that evening, we had finished a meal that was a delicious meal, but I thought the meat was a little on the overcooked side, and that's one of the things in this commercial that they said the pressure cooker never allows to happen, especially if you're doing your timing correctly. Well, I got interested in it, and I started to do some research in it, and eventually I began to express some interest to Kira. Unfortunately, in Kira's background, again, already always listening, or the old story that's been programmed, she had been in a kitchen with her mother and her sister when she was a young teen, and her sister was cooking a meal with the old-fashioned kinds of pressure cooker where you put it on the stove and a little jiggler at the top go jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> and something that her sister did, trying to open it too early, caused the thing to well, we'll say explode, but it didn't wreck the kitchen. It just threw the contents all over the ceiling. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. And it looked terribly dangerous. So Kira didn't want any part of it. So for the last maybe five, eight, nine, ten years, we haven't had any interest at all in pressure cookers. My mother had one, and she made wonderful meals out of it. Probably a similar one to what Kira's mom had back when it blew up. <laughs> this thing looks so simple and so safe. So I started researching, and on YouTube, I saw several different videos. Eventually, watching some chefs, I saw one that actually did get used on the stovetop. It wasn't electric. It had its own separate lid, and it operated a whole lot like the ones from the past, but again, much safer today and more easily controlled. Now, the thing is that it was a much more versatile unit. The other thing is, it cost about 60 bucks more, <laughs> which I thought the one on TV was already fairly expensive. 
Well, I waited and I waited and kind of looked around some more. And eventually I found it at a brick and mortar store where they were running a sale and I could also use their cards and get a discount. I would have to pay the time and the cost to go get it, but that didn't seem to be that hard. On the day I was ready to go there, I checked one last time on Amazon and my goodness, if they hadn't dropped the price, $35 on Amazon. So I thought, well, and then I could get it on Prime and pay no shipping. So there was a little gift to me from the universe. It was something that I wanted to have. It's something that I had researched enough to where I knew exactly the model that I thought would be perfect for our family. And we went ahead and bought it. Well, we've tried it twice now or three times since we received it, and it's been wonderful. Right. (laughs) So actually, you demonstrated that you had this really strong desire to have this item, and you also wanted it at a very low price. You didn't want to pay a lot for it. It ended up being the case for you. Absolutely. It was just really an interesting manifestation experience because I really didn't see it as manifestation. I just thought as well, this is something I desire, something I'm going to go buy, and that's going to be it. But to see it happen flawlessly and to save $40, that was really quite exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Well, I have another little manifestation story, and this one's a much smaller one, but I started placing attention on our tax returns because we had some money coming back, and it had been quite a long time since April 15th, and we still had not received our money in the mail. So I thought, what's going on with the taxes? I should be getting that money. And It was sort of in the back of my mind. It was there frequently. I wasn't concerned about it. I knew it would eventually come because it was due us, but I was putting my focus on it quite often. I was wanting to know what was happening with it. Then I received notification from the IRS that we had neglected to take a credit that we had coming. So I filled out their enclosed form and I sent it back to them and soon afterward, we received a refund check for money that I didn't even know we had coming. So that, I think, was another creativity process. I was putting attention on this whole thing about the taxes and wanting to get that money. And very soon after that, I received the form, sent it back, and got this money I didn't even know I had coming. (laughs) And that's always wonderful. Found money in the mail. (laughs) Exactly. And this is how creativity works. It does work like this. You'll be thinking that you want a particular outfit to go someplace. And if you just have faith and you just know and wait for the right thing to come, I've gone to the store before and tried on several outfits and thought, oh, this just doesn't feel right. It doesn't look right. Rather than just buy it because it's the only thing I can find, I will wait a while. Typically, the perfect outfit will show up. That's just how it works. And we need to take another quick break to thank a sponsor. And when we return, we're going to talk about how creativity is really a can-do attitude. So we'll be right back. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. 
And we're back. Yes, you can. Yes, you do have the ability to create. Creativity is our natural state of joy. This is what resonates with your highest self. You can follow your own inner sense of feeling to lead yourself toward a joyful experience. I think that's true. And we mentioned earlier that our greatest creation really is the vibratory expression of our own life. Everything that we do is part of the creative process. We're expressing our own vibration, our own life, our own experience of life. And raising your vibration throughout your life is really job number one. People often don't know, why am I here? What am I doing? But most of why we're here is for soul to raise its vibration from birth until the time that you move out of this physical life. And we have all these experiences which give us the choices to choose to raise our vibration. Yes, we're matching our vibration with that blissful vibration of the God source or the most high source of energy. And when we do that, we do experience bliss. Well, we're constantly rebirthing the God experience as we're living. So as we're raising our vibration, we're bringing more and more of the God experience into this physical world. Right. This is the Holy Spirit that you hear people talk about. This is what we're expressing or what's being expressed through us when we raise our vibration to that level. Children have this close connection. They really do. They operate out of that strong connection most of the time. And you'll see when you watch children that the younger they are, the more expressive they are, the more godlike they are. And unfortunately, some children, not all, but some children have that taken out of them through bad programming from their parents or from their school system, trying to fit within society, trying to fit with their peers. And they become less expressive through each successive year through school. So we are here to say, unlearn all that. <laughs> you know, so much of experiencing joy is unlearning some of that programming from the past. Creativity really, really is delicious stuff. We have some ideas to share here to close out the podcast about what some people do to try to re-experience creativity and also to wipe some of that bad programming from the past. Right. Well, some people write what they want to create, and they use very specific focus and clarity about it, and then they read it back to themselves. This is kind of reprogramming yourself to connect with that bliss. So you're writing down in present tense things like, I live in complete abundance of all that I desire. I am in a happy, healthy relationship with the partner of my dreams. We worship each other, and through our love, we touch many others in a positive way. Thank you, sweetie. That's true, too. (laughs) (laughs) We serve as an example of all that's possible in a love relationship. We are vibrantly healthy with energy and drive to manifest and live our dreams with enthusiasm. I am guided to joyful experiences. There is tremendous support and desire for the creations we produce. There's harmony and love in our family, and we attract loving people who contribute, share, and help. 
finding us inspirational. Absolutely. And I love that one so much because that is true for us, too. We're starting to build a very great support group of really wonderful people. The people we attract are full of their own inner light and eager to give their gifts. And think about those two boys that listened to the God power and parted with $600. Do you think those boys could have used $600 in some other way than giving it to a stranger? Yeah, I think they could have. (laughs) But they listened to their inner light, and they did follow through. And it made all the difference for that man. Together, we are strong in service, and we have the money, tools, knowledge, and inner peace that is necessary to flow the creativity into the world at large. We are full of respect for one another. There's great harmony and love here. And the last one is we are manifesting our own desires as they arise. Think of how powerful of a statement that is. We are manifesting our own desires as they arise. Now, we would tend to say the only person who can ever do that is a multi-multi-millionaire or billionaire because you have a desire, and if you don't have the wherewithal, boy, it's not going to happen. But this is just not true when it comes to the God power. So many wonderful, fantastic things have been manifested And people have not been millionaires who have made this happen. Oftentimes, it'll happen through other people. Some of them may be millionaires, but sometimes not, too. Like the $600 that the man received. It can come to you just that easily. You have this feeling, you have this knowingness that you're deserving and that you have this need. And it's fulfilled out of grace and out of connection. From your heart to God's heart to another heart that is willing to participate. And that's how it happens. It can happen very, very quickly. And as the old expression goes, from your mouth to God's ear. Well, we hope you've enjoyed part one of our creativity project, our godlike birthright. And in part two, we're going to continue the series. This was the part that talked about how it all happens. And as we get through the next few parts, we're going to talk more about how you build the internal feeling, how you build that internal connection. So please stay tuned, and we hope that you'll get some great ideas from this series. We also hope you'll begin to share your experiences with us as well. That is our show for today. Bill and I want to thank you for listening to the Happiness Experience podcast To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute, the Happiness Experience Podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk Podcast, the Healthy Tips Podcast, the Love Stories Podcast, and our two newest podcasts, the Happy Kids Podcast and today's podcast, the Happiness Experience. At the Better Living Institute, We're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcasts and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. 
Kira and I encourage you to send us your own happiness experiences so we can share them with our listeners on a future show. We'll even give you a plug. You can also like and message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kira and Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone.